Welcome to Cancelled. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. So before we get into this show, it is 2 o'clock on Wednesday, the 2nd of December. Uh, I probably didn't even need to say the date. There's another fucking mass shooting. Just happened. It's coming up on the news. San Bernardino. Somebody shot up a fucking place for the people with developmental disabilities or what? Like, I don't. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We're just getting the news now. What the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't even understand. Like, there's a point where this country is just fucking, like, so, so set in its fucking, like, ideologies that, like, this is, what, 380 I saw for 2015? 380 mass shootings, and we can't even think about gun control like it's not even a debate like no one's ta- i'm watching the presidential debates nobody's talking about it even our friend bernie sanders is like i'm coming from a hunting tradition blah 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 yeah i don't even i don't there's nothing funny here i'm just yeah. mad it's just gross it's one of the situations where uh, it's almost like there's no other way to say it. well i don't it feels you, you know that other countries are looking at us almost like we're third world now because oh yeah thing no question. We make well, the joke used to always be like uh, you talk about the Middle East, like oh, it's like fucking Lebanon over there or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we'd say like oh, it's a fucking warfare in the streets. Uh, what the fuck do you think this is? We talk about Israel. It's like oh, it's terrorism all the time over there. You don't know if you're gonna get shot up going into a nightclub or on yeah. a bus. The fuck you think is happening here? Yeah, you can't exactly. go. Women can't go get a fucking pap smear without having to worry to get their fucking heads blown off. It's yeah, I don't even know. Like I, this is not the best way to start off a podcast because there's nothing funny to say here. But I really don't understand what it's going to take for us as a country to do anything about this even the even the smallest like gun control change would help and i'm 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 i'm, I'm honestly pro guns which makes me one of the pro guns in what way just in the idea that like if you want to own a gun then i'm not going to get in front in your way i don't care right but I also feel like there should be just sensible gun laws, like right. make background checks. It just makes common sense. Make sure you don't have a history of mental illness. Um, make sure you're not affiliated with any organization that might make you violent. Right. These are things that we should just do in general. Sure. You would. Th- you mean the things that every other fucking yeah. civilized nation that owns guns a does. Waiting period. But then there's also the thing of like, there's a lot of other countries that have guns. Canada's got a lot of fucking guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like what what is in our psyche what is it that just makes us so fucking violent as a country on top of the, I mean obviously the guns are like people always say like it's not the guns it's the people yeah but you know like if the, they didn't have the guns then they can't shoot 20 people like I it's much easier to solve a gun issue than it is fix the American psyche you know mm-hmm. what I mean that's an esoteric problem that's a, that's a, so you, you fix really the guns and people are like oh it's a band-aid yeah, yeah band-aids help they stop the bleeding until we can fix the bigger issue like you bring, a, bring a, a good point though. If it isn't the, if it isn't the guns and it's the people, then why aren't we talking about what's causing these people to pull out their guns? Right, we're not talking about anything. We can't we can't talk about it. It's like this country just has a thing of like when this shit happens, we just have to brush it under the rug, yeah, fucking soldier on, and never stop. And and that whole shit of like this isn't the time to talk about politics. Well, when like when the fuck is like it's either now when some shit's happening or later when it's not when no one gives a fuck. Like I don't like I just don't understand and it's it's frustrating and it's fucking heartbreaking 
and I'm sorry to bum out this fucking beginning of this podcast with this, but like I just saw one more, and I'm like, I don't even know. I literally I put it on Twitter, but I literally yeah. when I read the headline, I went, "Oh come on!" Like that was my response. Yeah. Like if it, was, if it was like really another one of these, like it, like it's some sort of prank. Like <laughs> I, it's it's I insane. Agree. It's every day. It's it's getting that bad. Planned Parenthood was just the other day, and then yeah. there's one was the one before that. It's just ridiculous at this point. Yeah, and like. This and I'll, I'll go to Facebook and I'll go to Twitter and it'll be a bunch of people going, oh, "This is fucking horrible." What do we do? Blah blah blah. And then there'll be at the other side of that coin of people like, "Fucking ah, don't you dare talk about gun control." I know, like, it, here's the place. The thing that pisses me off the most is everyone's like, "Obama's going to take your guns." Literally, no one has tried one single thing to take your guns. Not only have they not tried to take your guns, they haven't even tried to like make you wait two weeks to get a gun. Like, there's nothing. Nothing's been done, and people are still. I just saw a thing today, Black Friday. Uh, the FBI processed the most background checks for handguns because I guess there was a lot of Black Friday fucking gun sales God damn, uh, really? in the history of America, like the most ever. That's where we're at because people are so thing? afraid that they're going yeah. to take your gun. We got to get guns before they make them illegal. No one's making your fucking guns illegal, man. If there's one thing I can promise you in this country is you're going to have plenty of guns. I just want to maybe keep crazy, violent fucking psychopaths from having them. I don't understand why that's so crazy. You can't drive a car if exactly. you have a seizure disorder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you might fuck up and crash into a family. But you can have all the guns in the world you want and nobody's supposed to check. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm mad. Uh, uh, I know. I'm with you. I understand. It's uh, a weird way to start this show. And- oddly enough, we're going to talk about the lone gunman. It's an unfortunately ironic yeah. name of a show. Uh, which may be the only thing making me more angry than fucking guns right now <laughs> is how bad this goddamn show is. Uh, yeah, we, we took last week off and I, we need, I needed it. And yeah, for sure, I needed some downtime away from this fucking show. Uh, episode nine, uh, I maybe the worst one yet. Oh yeah, absolutely. I actually feel like episode nine explained the rest of the series to me. I have a theory for you uh-huh. that I want to share, but we should talk about the episode first because it'll make more sense. Okay, episode nine has two stories going on that don't interact at all. Which is really fucking annoying. Uh, it starts with the the guys on the side of a ski slope, and they're hunting down some poacher right. that's killing bears and selling their gallbladders to like to China or whatever. Huge conspiracy, apparently. <laughs> God damn Immediately, it. I was turn- I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote down here at one point like like X like the X Files had conspiracies they had like this this, i know we've said it before but like the show comes from as a spinoff of a show that was aliens and monsters and giant overarching global conspiracies and this is poaching is what we've got here one guy killing bears and like i like bears i don't like poachers but it doesn't make for fucking compelling television in the slightest i did laugh pretty hard at the opening it was just stupid it made me laugh that was uh um, fucking the blonde one shivering all cold and then buyers is like I told you to dress appropriately and he's like I have on 42 t-shirts <laughs> and I just imagine they're all just those <laughs> Motley t-shirts every one of them on top of the other uh, that made me chuckle for like 
it, it's stupid, but it made me laugh. I, I, that, yeah. I'm so desperately gra- like joke, gripping like, for anything that's like entertaining in this show that I'm just fucking like, ah, I'll do this one. No, I agree because when because Jimmy's out in the in the field and he's yeah, yeah photos, yeah. and then when he ran into the, the yelp he makes when he runs, into that the tree, tree? <laughs> made me laugh, and I stopped and went, I'm laughing because I'm desperate for something. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then like, so he gets, so he gets fucking. Uh, he get he runs into this tree skiing after the bad guy trying to get his picture, and he ends up in a hospital. And there's some shady shit going on in the hospital. Apparently, uh, it turns out to be he watches an America, uh, America's Most Wanted episode about some doctor that's poisoning his patients, and he th- and like be careful because he's probably changed his appearance, and he thinks his doctor is that he's doctor. Uh, there is zero. T- At one point, I was like, "Oh, maybe the gallbladder, the bare gallbladder, will be what the poison is made out of." There'll be some way that these stories connect. No, nope. not in the slightest. It's like they had two stories that clearly weren't enough to fill out an episode each, so they just jammed them into one episode, and now we have two really lackluster episodes like edited together. Yeah. There wasn't even a mystery behind the bear poacher one. It was just no. They just knew him. They just had to yeah. try to catch some evidence. I guess like there was no mystery there at all. Uh, they really just follow him around and get shot at. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I did laugh, and it's so dumb. But fucking uh, uh, the blonde guy in the bear skin trying to lure him away, making bear noises. It just again, it's so stupid. Oh, but there's one there's one gag that actually I did genuinely laugh at and I'll stand by that I think it's funny. So one of the things one of the clues that this doctor might be the the evil doctor is that and they say it on America's Most Wanted is that one thing to look out for is he's known to have a, a, a sweet tooth and his pockets are just yeah. stuffed with candy all the time. And eventually he's like leaning over Jimmy and like lollipops all out of his pocket. So Jimmy calls buyers and he's like, I'm telling them I think this doctor is this evil poisoner doctor, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, do you have any proof? And he goes, I have this. And he holds up a <laughs> lollipop. Yeah, and then buyers is like, scene. Jimmy, you're on the phone. <laughs> and he's like, Oh right, it's a it's a lollipop. Like that that gag made me genuinely <laughs> laugh out loud. I'm like, all right, that's that is legitimately funny. And I just imagine there's some poor comic schlub that got hired to do like punch up in right. the writers' room, and he got that one joke in, and he's like, I hate my life so fucking much. <laughs> but at least my one fucking joke is here. That did make me laugh. I wrote that one down too. Uh, I for me it was it, it, there was that Maryland nurse girl with all the sexual innuendo. She's so terrible. creepy. It was super creepy. Like so this, there's this nurse that's hitting on Jimmy the whole time, and Jimmy's completely oblivious because he's like a man child, uh, which makes the hitting on really gross because it's like she's kind of hitting on a retarded person, and then at one point she literally like, she's like tr- cl- like putting it out there, really like you should get a sponge bath, like yeah. like really being whatever sexual, and then at one point she's like, you know what? There's an ice cream bar in the in the doctor's lounge that's got your name on it, and Jimmy's like, "Yay!" And it's like, okay, you can't go from trying to fuck this dude to treating him like a child on that the was, flip of a coin because it uh, feels fucking really gross. That was so grotesque. That scene, I was like, I don't understand what's happening here. What? I honestly thought she was a murderer. I for a minute, me too. I was like, that's how she changed her. Because it turns out to not to be the doctor, to yeah. be the anesthesiologist or whatever. And, but and, I thought for a second that oh, that'll be at least something like oh, that's a real change of appearance. She like underwent a sex change, something right. like that's something. No, no, nope. she's just a weird creep that's trying to bang this patient. And then she tortures him when Eve. Oh yeah, butt joke. She stabs in the in the bottom with There's, the needle. Yeah, with the needle. Another <laughs> butt, butt joke. joke. The episode. And then she gets she just treats him mean when Eve shows up. 
Yeah. Okay. So like Eve, just, she is awful at her job. That's all we learn about this. Nurse. Yeah, yeah. And she's sexually inappropriate and then violent when she doesn't get her way. That's what we learn about this nurse. <laughs> uh, Eve shows up and she's like, "Cause I was concerned about you." And Jimmy's like, "I did like this slide." Jimmy's like, "Since when?" Like, <laughs> like Jimmy has one moment of clarity. Uh, and she, but that's the thing with this episode. She is just like she just shows up to help. She doesn't have like an ulterior motive in this. That was episode. the other thing. Like at, towards the end, Jimmy's like, "It was Eve," and they're like, "No, actually, we already got the guy." And he was like, "Well, then what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There was no point to this episode. Nothing like nothing mattered. There was a little bit of a moment where we were like, "Oh, I guess this anesthesiologist might kill Jimmy." That's like a little bit of a stake, but otherwise, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, half part of the episode is spent with this like angry old guy who's in bed next to Jimmy, and Jimmy's like, he's the whole thing that like made this show make sense to me. So I'm, I'm going to say one other thing about the second half, of the the second part of the episode, Feel the free. bear trap. When when Langley dresses up in the bear thing, I also was like, oh god, this is so dumb. The dude is an expert shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could just shoot you any second. Yeah, 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 the bear's head is on top of Langley's head. Yeah, like, is, yeah. that was a stake for me because I was like, you kind of deserve to die right? yeah, this is a bad <laughs> yeah you have this coming but then langley takes off running and sets off a bear trap those are illegal they just have to report We're, it for that ba- yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. poaching days are done also he sets off a bear trap but it only catches his pants yeah which i'm not sure how that works because like if you ha- you have sure to step in luck. a bear trap to set off a bear trap and once you do that you're in a bear trap like yeah. i don't know how he got his leg out just enough to get his pants caught uh and that whole story, and like the whole reason behind why we're supposed to give a fuck about these bears, because like Byers is like really fucking like we gotta catch this guy, we gotta save the bears or whatever, is because he used to such a convoluted, crazy story. He used to watch the show Gentle Ben, which was about a nice bear, uh, and he's like, I always wanted to hug him, and I couldn't even get my arm around him, but I just wanted to hug him. Uh, and then one time he went camping, and there was a bear for real and not nice. Yeah. Flipped over a car, was doing all this crazy shit, and like wouldn't leave. Harassing and the, campers. The, the rangers had to shoot it, and he's like, and I just knew I had to save these bears. I'm like, no, yeah. that's the wrong, <laughs> you got the wrong message from the story. <laughs> the message you should have gotten from the story is bears are really fucking dangerous. Yeah. Like, killing machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're monsters. Uh, that being said, I don't like poachers, and I like bears, and I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I get why poachers are the bad guy in this episode, but it was so, like, no stake. The only stakes come from the fact that they are idiots and might get shot doing a stupid investigation. If, yeah, if you're not already, like, a super nature-empowered person who's like, any poacher should be murdered on the spot, it's, the stakes are low. You're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah that does suck. Yeah, that's bad. Like, yeah, yeah. That, oh, they got that guy. Good. Like, that's yeah. a, as much as I can possibly yeah. emote on this fucking episode. And he, uh, and then, and like, like, Frohickey gets caught in a trap in the guy's house, uh, barely gets out, gets away. And like, those moments that are supposed to be tense, but like, he's not gonna get caught. We know. Like, there's no moment of this. Their, their idiocy has no repercussions. Yeah. And it, it and it's, at the point where it's absolutely infuriating. So this is, so and this more is so a, almost in the next episode. Oh man, I know. That episode is worse. This is the thing that was fascinating about this episode. There's a moment at the top of it where they're talking about the poacher, and then uh, I think Langley or one of the guys says, uh, it might have even been Frohicky, goes, uh, he's a total anti-government nutjob. And that's when I went, well, isn't that what you guys are supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, dude, yeah. this is probably one of your readers you guys are <laughs> running down. No wonder your circulation's dropping. You guys are 
getting rid of your own people. That should have been the gag. Like they should have went into his house and found a big stack yeah. of lone gunmen. He was yeah, a yeah, fan yeah. of there, and they're like, "Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, so this is so this was the thing for me. So there's a, in the middle of the episode, I was telling you earlier, right? Um, you have a yeah. Um, was it so the buyer or uh, Jimmy's in a bed next to this old dude, and then the old dude's shun, son shows up, and the old dude's like. What do you want? And the son's like, I just wanted to see you, Dad. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, Rest yeah, yeah. like, yeah. hey, he's like, I don't want to talk to you. Go away. And then he leaves, and Jimmy's like, Well, what's wrong with your son? And he's like, He's a Wall Street, he's Wall Street tycoon. Scout. He's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. super ripping off the little man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jimmy's like, Don't you want to be lo- like? Wouldn't you rather love him instead of being lonely? And that's when suddenly the whole show made sense to me. <laughs> I was like, First of all, he's the, the son is this slick Wall Street douchebag, right? right? This old man is the hero of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. He really, he's like, my son turned out to be a bad person, and right. I am trying to teach him to be better by telling him, I'm not going to talk to you until you change your life path <laughs> yeah, right. and stop ripping off oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But instead, the show writers are like, no, embrace him. Wouldn't you rather have this psychopath wake up every morning, lock you in a closet, and cane you to get his humanity <laughs> out on his way out to work instead of being lonely? Alone? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And that's when I went, okay, so what is going on in this episode? And then... What's going on with these writers and all all of the previous episodes? They all fell in line for me. Right. I think the conspiracy behind the show is that it actually promotes the one percent. <laughs> okay, like Let's as a show, yeah. And if you look at every previous episode, it's a similar theme, right? Like, so remember the one with the, the 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 car that ran on water, right? The villain in that was the gas companies who wanted to stop drilling up gas <laughs> yeah, yeah, and put out yeah, a car that makes, right they're not really villains it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. going about it the wrong way yeah the only thing they want is money like they're yeah. they're like they're going to use they're going to get money by doing something good as opposed to something yeah, bad they're exactly. not villains yeah, yeah and then there was the episode with the the processor company that just made a more convenient chip and they just turned it back into the processor company when they were done then there yeah, was yeah. The, the government guy who uh, we, we talked about that episode last time where the bill clinton dude yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing he did wrong was sleep around, but really he's got a heart of gold, and mm. we should reelect him anyway. Like, what yeah, the fuck yeah. is going on with this show? <laughs> you know, you a valid point. And the the conspiracy theorists, the lone gunmen themselves, are shown at every turn to be inept, yeah, uh, incompetent, and like to a, like incompetent to a point of negligence and to a point of like. It's their fault when bad things happen. They fuck yeah. everything up. You know what I mean? Even in this very same episode, the poster situation gets resolved. By the police. Because, yeah. By the police. Nobody by, else is involved. Yeah, yeah. By pure luck. They the just, bias. the cops just show up. I don't think they even called the cops. Yeah, essentially what they're saying is the government had this under control the whole time. time. Yeah, it's a fucking, Jesus Christ. That's a very valid it's, point. It's unbelievable. And that's exactly, that. Is like, yeah, so the poaching situation ends with them, like, they're hiding in the warehouse where this deal is going down to get pictures, buyers moves in close to get the picture gets caught they're about to kill him and then yeah there's just a raid by cops and they shut everything yeah. down like oh we got this he just yeah. takes a wild guess he's like you're surrounded by cops and the cops are like yeah they are and then they come in and <laughs> save him before he gets murdered yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very fucking valid point i might have to go now i'm gonna watch the rest of these episodes through that lens and i'm sure it's gonna make a lot more sense uh, it turns out the other storyline that the fucking anesthesiologist has been going from hospital to hospital, killing people and pinning it on another doctor. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, also, they caught him. Another thing that's but they didn't, like, but nobody figured it out. Yeah, right. Well, no, the the only way they figured it out, E figures it out because America Most Wanted does an update. Oh, she just okay. happens to be standing under a TV. She's just watching TV. That's how they yeah. solve it. Jesus. And she's like, "Oh no, the anesthesiologist. We didn't even suspect that guy." Right. 
well, fuck. Episode 10. These episodes are so short because there's so nothing to talk about in these terrible yeah, shows. So bad. Uh, this episode is about tangoing. It's about dancing, I guess. Uh, I I will say that at least the opening is somewhat visually interesting. Right. It's weird. It opens with this weird, like, voiceover explaining the tango and, like, shots of Langley and Frohickey and Byers and Jimmy all individually. Well, not Langley. Langley's not, Langley. not dancing with anybody. The rest of them are all individually dancing the tango with someone, and then Langley gets stabbed in the back and bleeds out, and it's like, a, like the tango is life and death and blah, blah, blah. Uh, there was a moment, and I wrote it down here. I was like, the, I, "There's no way it's going to happen." But the only thing that can make this show interesting is if Langley actually just dies. Like, if really Langley got murdered, <laughs> I'd be like, "Holy shit! This show just took a turn." Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. Uh, at one point, I literally just wrote down, "I have no idea what's going on." Because I don't. Uh, I couldn't find a thread through this episode except for the tango thing. It was such a poorly done episode. So there's some guy who is a. He's a smuggler. He's yeah. He's like a businessman, a prominent businessman in Miami, but he's also a smuggler of some kind or an arms dealer of some kind. And yeah, uh, it opens with uh, uh, with Eve tasing a guy and then show. And I actually kind of like that shot. Like she tases this guy, and it's like full shot of him in the camera, and he screams and falls forward, and then. There's just him again behind him, but it's Eve in his ma- in like makeup making him look like him. Yeah. The shot I thought was I good. missed that shot. It was <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You missed the only good I thing was of typing episode. in the episode. I was I was taking notes about what happened in the tango scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed this shot. Uh it's, it was a, it was in a, it was like a cool looking shot and then she puts in that mouth thing that like they've used in a few other episodes to make her voice sound voice like sound. that guy's voice. Okay. Uh and he's she's going to do something and then the other part that i liked about this episode she's gonna she's in the middle of some deal they haven't explained yet and she's taking over this guy's identity uh the lone gunmen are in a van and they're gonna swoop in at the last minute and steal the like take over for because she's done that to them a hundred times and i like that they like they said that like they're like come on you know how many times she's done this to us we need the reward money we'll just do it to her it's fine and jimmy's like oh i don't think we should do it uh, it is kind of shitty writing as far as the sto- like the arc of the series is concerned. Is they're doing it to her the week after the one time she did a nice thing to them, like the one time she showed up to just be concerned for Jimmy's safety. The next week they're like, ah, fuck her. Like yeah. it's just an odd. Ch- like I don't know if they like ARG's out of order or what, but that just seems like such a weird timing to do that. You know what I mean? Um. So they of course inevitably fuck it up because they're a mess and the bad guys get away and they expose they don't they don't blow Eve's cover because he's in makeup or whatever uh, um, she right. shows up all mad I laughed very much she's they're like we're gonna get we were like gonna get some uh some you know reward money or something and she's like do you want money and she pulls like 500 bucks out of her she's like here take your money and storms off and then Frohickey's like we're going to Red Lobster like he's so Frohickey is so excited about going to Red Lobster that genuinely made me laugh that made me that was probably my favorite part of this episode was his line yeah 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 he's so excited he's so genuine and then the (laughs) other guys are like come on don't you see this like she's only giving us money to throw us off the track because there's obviously more money involved in the rest of like figure Figuring out what's going on, and for he's like, but Red Lobster, man, like he's so like adamant. 
Uh, that was the only good moment I felt like in this Yeah, everything episode. else stinks. This episode was fucking boring and uh, shit. So much of it is spent dancing. The only thing I like Oh, so I will say this. When this episode... So the idea is that like this guy is a smuggler, right? right. And, and, but he's also a passionate tango dancer. Yes. He, again, there's competitions. Was, he's like, yeah. And they were like, how do we get close to him? Let's get into the tango competition. Right. And when they did that decision, I was like, oh, this should have been the plot from his congeniality movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not, and not <laughs> this. Instead, it's you clowns. Uh, and yeah, and, and speaking of which, as clowns, they go and they're like, we're going to sign up for the contest. And Frohiggy's like, oh, I'll just wait by the van. And the three of them go in, and, and Langley and Byers and Jimmy go in to sign up for the contest. And there's this terrible montage because they, they can't just sign up. They have to like audition, essentially. Uh-huh. And they're all just really terrible dancers. And that's, that's three minutes of watching them fucking like do just terrible like it was really it was clearly supposed to be like this is gonna be hilarious it's not hilarious at all the gag is long and it's also poorly executed because they're supposed to be auditioning to tango but and none of them are tangoing yeah yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, dancing yeah, yeah. by there's, themselves yeah, it doesn't make any it's sense it's really dumb um there's a there's a musical montage there's actually a couple of them and at one point i wrote down that like they should do more musical montages so that they don't have to write any more of this fucking terrible dialogue uh but there's like a musical montage where like they're sneaking around and somebody gets like they're like that guy is killing oh okay yeah i remember this you're talking about he's dancing the the lead henchman yeah our, our leonardo is dancing with his dance partner right and his knife guy is going to uh, kill close their loose ends tie right. up their loose ends right um and then yeah so then the, he's like he's stabbing the dude and it's like it, 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 while they're cutting to the tango, tango yeah, yeah is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. scene you're talking That's, about yeah yeah uh, it, that was like at least well executed, yeah. and I like it was fine. They the guy leaves a calling card, which is like that is such a trope. I'm fine with it, but it is the dumbest trope in history. Oh yeah, he, he, the guy who's his henchman killing everybody leaves this little cube with a skull on it, and that's the sat like the symbol of some Argentinian death squad that he was a part of. But like, and that's like a that's been a trope forever and ever. I don't blame the show for <laughs> yeah. that. But like, that is such a no. Why no one would leave? No one signs. No a crime like that's just ridiculous this uh, is the, and then we go back to like uh if you have enjoyed the lone gunman this far then you'll love this episode yeah they find the body and they don't call anybody <laughs> you know, <laughs> cops or nothing. they just leave it there they just find a corpse and they're like oops oh well uh, yeah. And then they go back to the van. They find out this is probably the most entertaining thing for me of this episode, aside yeah. from the one funny line, which yeah, just yeah. like going off on this tangent idea because they were like they they looked up uh, Leonardo and they're like, and the FBI has him under surveillance as we speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, so what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, then? so like, you're what? just getting in the way then. Absolutely. Yes? Yeah, yeah. And there was a scene later where they go and confront Eve, where they're in the bushes with binoculars, like watching her. Yeah, yeah. And all I could imagine was the actual FBI guys that are watching. <laughs> the house watching <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. them yeah 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 like what, what are these fucking idiots because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> you know they can't intervene so right they right, right, watch. right. So, like i guess he picked up some peeping toms like what the fuck are these guys doing uh there's also the one thing in this episode that i did enjoy is uh so when they go they go for that audition for like i gotta i'll just wait here fro hickey has some tango past <laughs> yeah and like he goes, uh, he goes to some dry cleaner where there's this woman, we're very and sweaty Hispanic woman, very <laughs> sweaty, very pretty, very sweaty Hispanic woman, and they have like a brief conversation, and he basically gets her to come with him to enter into this 
contest so that they can get close to what's happening. With zero, what I liked about it was no explanation. Yeah. There's just, here's this weird thing about Frohickey's past. He's somehow connected to the tango. This woman who lives in Miami. And, like, she shows up. They tango the fuck out of the place. And then she leaves. And that's that. And, like, he's like, don't you understand the sexual energy I burnt Took off doing that dance. Took off two years <laughs> of my life. That's why I quit tangoing in the first place. And I'm like, I whatever that backstory is, uh, I'm glad they didn't show it to me because they would have written it stupidly. But fuck, I was like, this is like genuinely enjoyable for me in the sense of like this episode stinks. I don't care about the story at all. Yeah. But at least Frohickey's giving me something. Uh, I really thought at one point that they were going to be like, okay, there's some sort of connection between, uh, like the re- so Eve is really adamant about taking this guy down and it turns out there's no reward she just wants to do it and they even say like she just wanted to do the right thing which is not eve no so the whole time i'm thinking there's gonna be because eve like she has a british accent but she's clearly of some sort of hispanic origin dark skin dark hair she's not british you know what i mean she looks like she could easily be venezuelan or argentinian or something so i thought for sure it was going to be like We find out that these Argentinian death squads killed her parents. That there will be some sort of reason why Much she is so adamant, yeah, so so adamant about taking this guy down. There had to be some sort of personal connection. Right. So I assume, like, oh, it's going to be something from her. We'll get some little back glimpse into Eve's past because we've got none at this point. We know nothing about Eve other than that she showed up and her name is probably not Eve, right? Like you're uh, just you're just pitching a random idea that's already a million times more interesting. <laughs> I didn't even consider it. Just seemed that. Like you're it just right. sense. It just seemed like something's going to happen here to explain why she cares so much about taking this guy down. And also, and all this thing is it's, it's like not all, but like he's bringing in some computer disc. Oh, it's something that can like it was, something it was, to do with uh, missile targeting. Yeah, uh, they they I think they said that. So I I missed it was I so think poorly it was just, explained. They just made something up essentially, and it might be based on some reality. But they were talking about some either some composite. They were talking about creates... the Star Wars missile defense program and how it does like it doesn't work because this thing, like whatever this thing they have on this disc, will allow missiles to get through the missile defense shield. It creates it a just hit cloaking the, device. Yeah, yeah, it can just hit the White House or whatever. Um, but I don't get why that is so important to eve when all the other shit that's gone on she's only cared about the money like i completely agree it would have been it would have been interesting and it, that is a really good backstory as far as like why she also turned out to be a sociopath herself yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? like that would have been but instead and i wrote this down because there was they it was such a it, did you realize so in the middle where he they confront eve and he or they yeah they tell that she has to go stab langley yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Cuchillo. And Cuchillo, like a very like Spanish soap opera star. Delivery, yeah, Cuchillo. Yeah. And then Cuchillo's like, you got to stab him with this. I was like, isn't that a dirty word? And I looked it up, and Cuchillo just means knife. He just calls his henchman knifey. It's <laughs> just the dumbest. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and then it's a henchman. Like, it's so obvious. This dude's walking around knifing people. People, and they just call him knife. And they call him the knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the FBI's been watching him. There's so many other terrible gangs that we're not even mentioning because they're all so fucking bad. Yeah. Like, uh, there's so the re- so the the head bad guy who's into the tango is supposed to be dancing with his other partner, but Eve sprays something on her feet that makes her feet swell up all giant, so that she has to drop out of the competition so that Eve can get close to the bad guy. 
knifey goes through each shit <laughs> and finds this spray bottle, right. and he's like, "What?" He goes, "It's like, why did uh, what's her name have to drop out?" And so, because her feet got all big, uh, and then he just takes out his hand, and his hands all swollen, giant, like a like a balloon. And it's supposed to be this like oh reveal, but it's just the worst. It looks like a garbage pail kid. Like it's the worst <laughs> effect. So I'm just like I don't. Oh yeah, I guess she found. And then and then they don't explain it all this move. So they go back and like they confront Eve. Well, we found this spray bottle. What is this? She goes oh, perfume, and he's really well. Then spray it on yourself, and she sprays it on herself, and it's fine. Uh, she doesn't swell up. And then that's that. They don't explain why she doesn't swell up. They don't make a moment to say she has the antidote. Anything to explain. Nothing. They don't make. That's why this show. This is one of the many reasons why this show stinks. They make no effort to explain these. Te- they, they have a gag. We want to do a gag where someone has a spray to make shit swell up. Awesome. Use that and then leave it alone. But once they go, oh, well, then she's going to have to spray it on herself, then you got to give me some explanation as for why she is also not sp- – like, right. they just – they the effort, it's always two steps behind where it needs to be. That whole scene made no sense to me because, like, who's – who's like, what evil henchman goes through a lady's purse, pulls out her perfume, and then sprays it on himself and sniffs it? I was like, this dude's just creepy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not <laughs> yeah, yeah. understand. Just smelling her shoes in the it background. It was such a false uh, entire situation. Made yeah, it didn't no make goddamn any sense. sense. And also, like, let's say you are a henchman who's like security as well, and you find a thing in this woman's purse, and you're concerned, like, you're, you're like, oh, this may be poison or something. Do you spray it on yourself? Like, even right? if it's not creepy, do you go, this, <laughs> this might be deadly. Let me give a little spritz and see what happens. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Every, and, like, there's just a bunch of that. And then, like, the other thing that pissed me off, they have to call in their hacker friend. To get like into the DOD server I, or whatever. What is Why name? is he better than them? I don't understand. Exactly they're supposed either. to be the baller hackers, right? That's whole. Right. That's Langley's whole thing. <laughs> Why is he, Why is there a better nerd? And he's not like. It's not like he's an inside source. He doesn't work for the DOD. That would have been interesting. That's something, right? They have a guy on the they they know a guy on the inside that they owe that owes them a favor or something. Yeah. That's just that easy to make it make sense. No, there's just some other fucking nerd in a Hawaiian shirt that they have to call in because he's a better hacker than the guy who's supposed to be the best fucking hacker. Oh, it made me so mad. And then the other thing that pissed me off about that... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So he just hacked into something Langley's already hacked into like three other times before. Jesus Christ. And then, and like he hacks in, like he's got, I guess he had a setup or whatever. And he's like, well, we got to talk about money. And they promise him like 10% of whatever reward they get. And then he's like, pew, and he just hits one button and they're hacked in. Uh, It's really fucking annoying. And then the other thing that pissed me off about that guy, later when they're tangoing and fucking... uh, uh, Frohickey is tangoing with the hot uh, uh, Hispanic woman. He's like laughing his ass off. And so what's happening is that they have snuck in. At, uh, Byers and Jimmy have snuck in as a news crew, and they're filming everybody because they have the camera hooked up to facial recognition, so they can find who like the other bad guy that the main bad guy is meeting with, so they can get ahead of the game, right? So they're filming this facial recognition stuff, and then Jimmy starts filming Frohickey dancing. And Frohickey's dancing really well. It's the whole point is that like he has this pat, this history with the tango. Right. So him and this woman are tangoing and they're doing really great. And then the fucking hacker guy that they brought in is like, oh man, this is hilarious. Oh, you got to keep filming this. I'm never gonna let him live this down. Live what down? Yeah, the, the fact that he's a really good dancer with a really hot woman. Like I don't understand. That doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any. Why you're being a 
dick, and it doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah. like if he was shitty at tangoing, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. You guys are you have this sort of relationship or that's like contentious. His partner was weird somehow. Nothing. Yeah, no, she's just this gorgeous woman. It just made no fucking sense. And he's super talented, and people are super excited to see him. None yeah, of that yeah, 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 yeah. None of it. I will say the one there was one I forgot about this line because I found it in my notes. It actually made me laugh. Was when the the second hacker guy shows up and tells him what they're trying to hide, and he's like, "It's this composite that does this and it makes things invisible." And then Jimmy goes, "Wow, way to go, America!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy does have the occasional like funny line, but his character is still <clears throat> so over the top broad. Like in the last episode, we didn't even mention this, so he. <laughs> He has amnesia from hitting this, uh, from hitting the tree, and they need him to get his memory back so they can tell them something about the bear guy. I don't even get what he needs his memory back for. Oh, I think because theoretically he spotted the dude. Okay, but they already know who the fucking dude is. Anyway, yeah, it made no sense. Doesn't matter. So he decides in order to get his memory back, he needs to do a reenactment, and by that he means. Make a model of the mountain out of popsicle sticks and pipe cleaners and, like, pre- play pretend ski guy. And the nurse is like, oh. Or Eve comes in is like, I didn't know you were so creative or whatever. And she, he's like, yeah, thanks. You know, I normally like to bend my knees a little more, but I can't get the pipe cleaners. Like, are you, are you a child? I don't – I do not understand – like at some point, the only way if this episode ends with like there's a knock at the series ends, there's like a knock at the three Lone Gunman's door at the warehouse, and like they open a the door and there's just Jimmy's parents, and they're like, "Don't you understand that Jimmy has an IQ of 58? He's been missing for six months. They just they've essentially kidnapped this retarded man and put him in a bunch of really dangerous situations." Oh, that's God, a, that's hilarious. That's about how, how this that? fucking show can end. Because literally, and, it, and go back and listen to all the other shit he's done. He's literally just, like, playing with pipe cleaners and, like, oh I know monkeys. Like, he's just, uh, yeah. Uh, the episode ends with the main bad guy. Like, so so she Eve gets discovered, but to get back into their good graces, she says, I'll kill the blonde guy. I did laugh. <laughs> the other thing I laughed at in the beginning, uh, when the initial set up by is blown and the guy who's driving this boat, getaway boat it comes to the bad guy and goes your man messed up he got tased uh, by his twin brother because they think they don't realize it's even makeup and then this blonde woman was screaming <laughs> ah that made me like that it made still me laugh. haunts me it still <laughs> haunts me yeah that made me laugh particularly because then at the end so Eve has to, to get back into their good graces Eve says I'll kill the blonde guy I'll, I'll kill the blonde that you saw uh, and they're like, like, I'll use this gun. They're like, not that gun. You'll use this knife, Cuchillo, or whatever. <laughs> so she fake stabs him. He's got a blood pack on, so it looks like he's bleeding. And, and Knifey comes to check on him and lifts up his shirt and sees the blood pack. And then Langley's just like, ah! Just the exact same scream the other guy did and runs away. I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. Like, he, like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. That, that made me exactly. laugh a bit. Uh, but, man, yeah, I was really, like... Bored the by this, this episode. This episode made, the ending made no sense. The guy, like, he steps in front of the his own. Yeah, so so, so Knifey tries to throw a knife at Eve to kill her, yeah. but then it hits the boss in the back, and then, like, the FBI just shows up and takes the 
other bet like the guy he's meeting away yeah coincidentally the other guy was libyan and that's the only emotion i felt for this episode was like they killed doc brown they were coming to get they yeah they had to get more plutonium or whatever <laughs> they didn't get it from the from doc uh, um yeah and that's it and then like they tell the other hacker guy that there's no reward and the guy's like what and then that's yeah and like there's no and and and, and jimmy's like yeah you just wanted to do the right thing there's no explanation as to why uh, they kind of all they really did was almost screw up an FBI operation, right? Because the FBI was already watching all of this and just moves in. That's the crazy part is there's no like it's not like they got in, got some key bit of information that the FBI couldn't, and then called the FBI and was like, "Look, we've got the proof. You can come get him now." All they did were just be in the way until the FBI did what they were already going to do. It makes no sense. They are not heroes at all. Oh. Not even a little bit. I mean, the, the, it, God, the, whoever they writing on the show is just bad. We just yeah. got to accept that it's, they don't know what they were doing, and it was just bad. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry that like we picked this episode, uh, but we'll, it's almost over. Yeah, we love <laughs> you guys for waiting through this. If nothing yeah, yeah, else, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. the canaries in the coal mine, so you know when the episodes are not worth watching. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, by the way, none it. of the episodes are worth watching, but hopefully the podcasts are fun. <laughs> I'm still a big fan of the monkey episode, guys. I'm still yeah. a big fan. Just because they got monkeys. Go yeah, the monkeys. <laughs> I like monkeys. I, uh, I'm, oh, I'll be in, in, I'm headlining Dallas Hyenas on the December 26th, uh, right after Christmas. Nice. So if you're in Dallas, come on out. Uh, I'm actually in Dallas on the 27th, I think. Unfortunately, night. yeah, That's I'm doing uh, the Gilmore's Guys podcast live. What's the Gilmore's guys? Gilmore, it's a Gilmore Girls podcast that Gilmore. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, it's like two guys watch the Gilmore Girls. It's a pretty popular podcast, but they're doing a live show, uh, and I'm doing it. I think it's December 27th or 28th, something like that. Okay, Um, maybe I'll stop in and watch that with you guys. Yeah, 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 (laughs) for sure. Uh, Anything else? No, No? nothing else coming up. Uh, I am in. Oh, I can announce. I'm on the Dozens Showcase as SF Sketchfest, the 22nd, 23rd at the Punchline in San Francisco. the next week, I am the next weekend of the tw- I guess that's the twenty eighth. I am at Riot LA uh, doing oh, comments to watch great, showcase, man. so that's yeah. gonna be fun. Uh, I'll be out in LA first week in January doing some shows and taping a show for television that I prop out. I'll be on at midnight again. Nobody listens to this. I'll be on at midnight January. <laughs> People listen to this. That's not what I meant. I meant nobody important that I might get in trouble. I'll be on at midnight again the first week of January. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you like us, tell your friends and go to iTunes and rate us and review us. That would be awesome. That helps yeah. us move up on the list. And we will see you next week. Appreciate you listening.